This is the Irrelevant Information Podcast, a podcast about unimportant subjects. I'm Rodrigo Nunez, and today we're going to talk about exploding birds. One morning, not too long ago, as I started off my morning commute, I noticed the morning felt particularly beautiful. It wasn't boiling hot yet, and there were birds singing outside. It was so nice, in fact, that I decided to not listen to a podcast and lower my windows. I didn't even press the gas. I was just coasting out of the apartment parking lot. When I reached the exit of the parking lot to the main street, I stopped and waited for oncoming traffic to clear. But there really wasn't any. I just stopped there and was enjoying the morning. Then I noticed that a small young bird had landed right in front of my car. It was a baby bird. It was learning to fly. It landed and started singing a beautiful little song which I could hear since all my windows were down and there was no traffic. It was honestly a very sweet little moment. But not one second later, a huge diesel F360 that was traveling well beyond the speed limit came out of nowhere and obliterated that tiny bird. The bird exploded, its feathers puffed out in a tiny little cloud of feathers, and as the truck disappeared off into the distance, everything fell silent again. The morning was ruined. I immediately raised my windows and blasted the low post podcast as loud as I could, trying to forget that moment. The way that little bird's existence suddenly and spectacularly ended is something which I had never witnessed before. In person, that is, because I was also reminded later on in that day about perhaps the most famous bird explosion of all. Randy Johnson is a former professional pitcher who had a 22-year career in the major leagues but is perhaps most well-known for playing with the Arizona Diamondbacks. Randy is 6 feet 10 inches tall, which means he's taller than LeBron James. He could have been playing power forward, and if he would have been in his 20s in the 1960s, I'm sure he would have, but his massive height is why he was given the nickname The Big Unit. Johnson was very good. He's a 10-time All-Star, he ranked second all-time in career strikeouts. He's pitched no-hitters in both leagues. He has at least one win against every team in the MLB. And he has a nasty fastball, which would regularly be around 100 miles per hour. He was also a very important part of the Diamondbacks team that won a World Series in only their fourth season in existence. So, he's a very good player. A very important player. Arguably, one of the best to ever do it. But perhaps what he's most famous for is something that took place in a spring practice game in Tucson, Arizona, a game that really had no meaning. In the seventh inning of that game versus the San Francisco Giants, Randy Johnson unleashed one of his fastballs and the ball never reached the catcher's mitt. Instead, it struck a mourning dove and the dove exploded much in the same way that that little bird did in front of me on that morning. Randy Johnson literally diesel trucked a bird with his fastball that then exploded into a cloud of feathers, or as ABC News officially reported, a sea of feathers. I like a cloud a little bit more because it kind of lets you know, like it gives you that notion of it kind of floating in the air because that's what those feathers did. They just kind of stayed there for a little bit and then rained down. I'll add a link 
in the show description to this pitch if you've never seen it, because you really, really need to see it to understand the level of devastation that befell that poor morning dove. And then you can maybe understand what I saw also when that truck did the exact same thing to that little bird in front of me. But how did this happen, right? And what were the odds of that? For 16 years, literally for 16 years from 2001, I wondered about that. I wondered like, what are the odds of that? But I was genuinely too lazy to really look into it. But on March 25th, 2017, Reddit user Some Funny Guy posted a gif of this Randy Johnson-induced dove destruction on the subreddit Never Tell Me the Odds with the title, quote, On this day, 16 years ago, Randy Johnson exploded a bird, end quote. And the comments like blew up, the post reached the top of the page, but there was one particular comment that really just answered this question that I had had for 16 years. And it was posted by Reddit user 11010102. He calculated the odds and I'm going to read it to you verbatim because it's really very cool. And this is one of millions of examples of why I like the internet and why I think the internet is so cool. So this is what he wrote or she wrote because 1101010002 doesn't really <laughs> let us know. Uh, but this is what they wrote. Quote, there are an estimated 400 million morning doves in the United States. The average morning dove volume is approximately 50 cubic inches. A baseball has a radius of 1.45 inches and the ball travels 59 times 12 inches in a pitch, assuming it starts at the pitcher's mound and ends at home base. This means each pitch the ball occupies 59 times 12 times pi times 1.45 squared, which equals 4,676.4805763535. Assume that the probability of a morning dove being at a baseball pitch height between top of the ball touching the bird belly and back touching bottom of ball, or approximately 3.5 feet plus or minus the ball radius, 1.45 inches plus half a bird height, which is 1.5 inches, is roughly 3.25 feet to 3.75 feet. And exposed, not in a tree, is 1 over 2,000. So that's the probability of a dove flying at a height where it's like in the area where a pitch would be and is not in a tree. So the probability of that is 1 over 2,000. Okay, so he goes on. I'm going to go back into it. The land mass of the U.S. is 9.86 times 10 to the 13 square feet, meaning the density of birds at that height is the number of birds, 400 million, over the land mass, 9.862 times 10 to the 13, times the assumed probability at that height, which is 1 over 2,000, and that equals 2.027986. 20969374 e to the minus 9 birds per square foot at 3.25 to 3.75 feet ground elevation. Again, the ball has 59 feet to go and the ball can hit them at tail or head. The ball has approximately a 3 inch diameter and the bird is about 6 inches long, ignoring its thin tail and head, just the meat of the bird. Meaning, it has 0.75 feet times 59 feet of space occupied. So we convert from birds per square foot to birds per pitch space 
2.027, that big number that we calculated just now, times 0.75 times 59 square foot hit space per pitch. And that leads to an approximate, approximately 0.00009% probability per pitch. So that is the odds of this happening. So there's a 0.00009% chance that this would have happened. Bravo, 11010102, you calculated the odds. All of this to say that it's rare. It's very rare. It probably won't happen again, or it could, but it's severely unlikely, especially since birds don't naturally hang out at stadiums, right? During a game, at least. This is the definition of a freak accident, and it's what Randy Johnson is most famous for. He gets asked about the bird he squashed with his fastball more than his World Series win. It's one of those things that even if you tried to do, you probably couldn't do, and that's the fascination with it. I also believe that the way the dove exploded has a lot to do with it. If it would have been a massive bird and you could hear it scream and see it writhe on the ground, people would be quick to try and wipe it from their memory. But because the tiny dove exploded and then dropped like an anvil to the ground, it's just striking. It's shocking. It's unnatural, but it's not really disturbing, right? It's fitting that the big unit, the giant with the 100 mile per hour fastball did this, right? Because only Randy Johnson could have done this. Except that's not really true. The explosion of the bird in both instances, Randy Johnson's famous pitch and the time I saw that diesel truck wipe out a bird, was so unnaturally, like was so unnatural that I did a little more digging into it, into how these birds explode. And it turns out that this kind of stuff is pretty normal for doves. Doves have loose downy feathers on their body. They're light and fluffy and they're only attached to the skin. They don't go any deeper, but they're replaced annually as the birds molt every year. This molt, however, can be triggered by the bird in stressful or fearful situations in a reflexive action called a fright molt. Whenever these doves are being chased by a hawk or falcon or whatever, they can instantly release some of their feathers and create a sort of chaff like fighter jets do to divert the predator and be able to get away. So they kind of do what fighter jets do to divert missiles. They do that to divert hawks or other predators. So the feathers on the bird's body, not the tail or the wings, are very loosely attached and can be shed in a stressful situation. But still, Randy Johnson had to hit that thing pretty fast to get that effect, right? That fright molt. The bird didn't even have time to be afraid after all. That is not necessarily the case. The weight of the ball is 5.25 ounces, and it's dense. It's a dense 5.25 ounces. Comparatively, morning doves weigh about the same, but are larger and nowhere near as dense as a baseball. What this means is that if you can nail a dove in its body with a baseball, it really doesn't matter what speed it's going at. Due to the weight and density of the ball, you'll get the puff of downy, loosely attached feathers. All of this is to show that what happened to Randy Johnson could have happened to anyone else. And it's not necessarily because of how powerful his fastball is or anything about what an exceptional pitcher he is. But that didn't stop the myth from growing. Nowadays, Randy Johnson is retired 
And much like MySpace Tom, he has taken to photography as a hobby, and he's actually pretty good. When you go to his photography website, rj51photography.com, you'll also notice one special little thing. His logo is a dead bird. This is what I admire most about this story, this event that happened to Randy Johnson. A bird exploding is a shocking thing. It's natural that the bird is equipped to do that, but if you ever see it just happen, it's shocking, it's rare, and it's a freak thing. Randy Johnson took that exploding bird, that freak accident, and turned it into something that he could use to tell his story. Rather than be angry or upset at how people talk about that one thing, then the rest of his body of work, he's taken ownership over it and turned it into something that serves him. And that made me think, what freak accident, what once in a lifetime BS thing happened to you that has the potential to take over your life and how are you handling it? Are you letting it anger you because it's one thing, one moment in a huge body of work that people are focusing on? Or are you grabbing it by the horns and using it to serve you? The simple fact is there will be exploding birds in our lives. There will be freak accidents. There will be things that are unexplainable that people credit to our abilities or our way of doing things, but are actually just freak accidents that happen to have to us that have the potential to take over our lives and take over our story. And what are we going to do about it? I say, let's be like Randy Johnson and accept the freak accidents of life, move past, and instead use them for our advantage. That's it for this episode. Thanks again for listening. Um, I just want to give a shout out to everyone that's reviewed us on iTunes. If you haven't reviewed it, uh, please do it. It kind of helps get the podcast out there. Um, see you next week. And as always, OR4 did nothing wrong. And if you don't know what that means, listen to the Wolves of Oregon episode. See ya.